Good morning, fellas. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. Hope good. you are. Good. It's good. Doing good real day. well. Real well. What's been going on? Greg's been in Gatlinburg. Yeah, I got to go uh, down to Accelerant, where all of our students were for their winter retreat this weekend with about 3,300 other people. I heard it was a big crowd It was. There. Really good crowd. Great yeah. services. Great weekend. And students, uh, students' lives were impacted. Uh, Pastor John and Taylor and all of our leaders did a great job leading uh, leading our group. So proud of them. But yeah, no, it was a good weekend. Great weekend. Came back. Everybody came back tired, including myself. So, But I'm here. Very good. Yeah. The other half of the staff wants to go to Gatlinburg now. Yeah, we're going to leave right after this podcast. Oh, is yes, that right? We're gone. We're gonna, okay. We found off. out, if you didn't know, uh, we had, uh, what, how many were at Gatlinburg? Four? We had four of our staff there. And then two of our staff here had to be out this weekend, so we actually ran all the services with only four staff this week. And we found out we can do it, but we're all wanting to go to Gatlinburg this week. All right, well. Uh, you can see how today, it works. Well, we're recording right. this on Monday, so by all means, go ahead on down and just come on back on Wednesday. That'd be oh, good. Oh, goodness. That's not what we had <laughs> Just saying. Sounds like a good time. Glad y'all had a good time. Had yeah. a good time here this weekend. Had a bunch, bunch of folks here this weekend and uh, good responses. We had people say yes to Christ all weekend, all four services. And I preach about giving. It amazes me that it seems like when I preach about giving, I'm always worried about how it's going to come across yeah. normally. Not much anymore, but uh, people come to Christ every service. Yeah. Crazy. No, I, that was, it was great to hear, great to see that. And, I uh, mean, so thankful to hear about what God was doing here this weekend. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, such a powerful time. And uh, I thought it was that was a great message on bold giving. Well, it was fun. It was uh Talked about the woman who who gave the widow's mite, the widow who gave these two small coins, mm-hmm. you know, and Jesus was watching, and uh, he remarked, and we talked about how Jesus is uh, not impressed with the amount of our offering; it's the percentage that we give. Right. And so it was a good, it was well received, and uh, you know, some crazy things happened. I had at the end of second service a little boy come up, and he must have been twelve years old. He come up with his mother. And he said, I want to give you this. And he gave me a $10 bill. And uh, he gave that whole thing. And that was his birthday money. Oh, wow. I was blown away by that. I took his picture, and I've got it on my phone. But I was just blown away by this kid just coming up, giving all his birthday money. I mean, if I had not just preached about this woman giving all she had and Jesus let her do it, if I had not just preached that, I would have insisted this kid (laughs) take take that $10 back. back. But I couldn't. I just preached about how you give everything to the Lord and he blesses it. So this kid, I'm sure, has got a blessing coming back his way from the Lord. But uh, it's funny how that worked out. I was called to uh, live that out. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. That's hard. I I think the thing that really stuck out to me was the idea of kind of what you just said, how it's not really about the amount, it's about the percentage, or really where you narrowed it down even further was the amount of sacrifice that's really involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, did it really hurt for you to give something up in that situation? Um, and for me, that really stuck out because uh, it can be so easy to to feel like, oh, I'm doing a good thing and do it for that reason and it not really hurt at all. Um, and I think that that was just a good challenge and a reminder to step up to the plate. Yeah, I, we've we've done that, and I mentioned it. I really hesitated to talk about our personal lives, but I felt it necessary. Sometimes you need to know where your leader's at and how your leader's leading, you know, and I wanted to let them know that we'd done that. Alexa and I have given, based on percentage, all our marriage. You know, we started at 10, and now I mentioned we're up to 15. 
And uh, it's just been such a blessing to be able to do that. And I'm normally the guy who's more uh, kind of uh, penny pincher and worried about finances. I worry about the money more than she does. She's responsible with it, but I just right. tend to worry about it. And uh, every time God's called us to up that percentage and give more, sometimes it's been like, wow, that's that's a lot. And But it's always been accompanied by this peace and this joy that we're actually going to be able to invest into the kingdom. That's such an easy trap I feel like to fall into. I think I think most people worry about money. I think, you know, if you poll people and ask them, I mean, worry is probably one of the bigger, you know, money is probably one of the bigger things they worry about. And anytime you start to even consider giving, I think most people would like to give. Like, I, you know, when you ask people, I think that they would like to give, but it's mm-hmm. the idea of if I start doing that, I'm not going to have enough to live on. And it would have been very easy. <laughs> and in this woman's situation that you referenced in scripture, that was her situation. <laughs> like giving this away meant that she's probably not going to eat, right? Uh, that she's not going to be able to to be able to live off of. And I think that we kind of fall into that trap of if I if I make this commitment, if I invest into this, if I if I choose to live radically generous in a consistent way to give, I don't know that I'm going to have enough uh, to live off of. I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it. What would you say to to those people? I've been in ministry thirty years. I've never seen a person give themselves into poverty. Yeah, never ever. Yeah. People tell you that. I mean, after services this week, uh, I hear giving story after giving story after giving story. And it's not people who are just wealthy and gave a little surplus. It's people who didn't have a lot and gave it to the Lord, and they'll tell me how he multiplied it back to them again and again and again. Mm -hmm. I I didn't get out of the pulpit Thursday night before I heard two stories. And (laughs) and it's just over and over again. People are telling me that on Sunday also. Just God's faithful when you give. You won't give yourself into poverty. You won't outgive God. And we say that. I've lived it. You cannot outgive God. We lived it as a church. You right. can't give enough that God doesn't pour right back into you. I love that you, it was like you were in my brain when you're like, this is one of those stories where I really wish I knew what happened to that lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I love this idea of Zacchaeus just a few days later, earlier. And yeah. I'm like, man, I hope that happened. Oh, I really do. <laughs> you know, if they weren't here, Zacchaeus, you know, the whole deal with him happened a couple of days before this, and he promised, you know, Jesus he was going to give half his possessions to the poor. That's a big gift right there. Absolutely. Half of everything you've accumulated to the poor. And uh, I just wonder if Jesus connected them. But I know. I don't have to see it in the Bible to know. I don't have to see the end of her story to know the principle in the Scripture is true. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And, and, you know, give and it shall be given to you. Mm-hmm. God take care of that lady. I have no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Mind. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, one of the other things I was thinking about as you were as you were sharing, I watched. I watched online. I went back and had to go back and watch it. I didn't get to watch it live, but I went back and watched it and um, listened to the message. One of the things I was thinking about is is that it's an easy trap for us to fall into as well that um, – Maybe I maybe I don't feel like I make enough money to give right now. But when I when I make a little more money, when I when I when I when I have a little bit more extra, then uh, then I will then I'll choose to to jump into this bold giving. That's when I'll that's when I'll really start to get things right. Um, why is that? Why is that such a? Uh, why is that not true? <laughs> why, why is that not the case? You know, I could say with Paul, I've been in situations where I wanted and I didn't have it, and I've been in situations where I had plenty. Yeah. You know, when we started out, Alex and I, we were struggling financially just mm-hmm. to make ends meet, you know. And uh, now we're in a situation where we're much more comfortable than we were then. And I can honestly tell you, you make more money, uh, you don't – You're you always – most people anyway, when they make a little more money, their lifestyle creeps up. Sure. And they still feel the 
the wolf at the door. You yep. know what I mean? They still feel no matter how much you make, it's never enough. The truth is they've done research and say there is a line that people reach in income to where their happiness increase, the level of increase of that really flattens out on the graph. Once you make X amount, until right. you get to a certain point of comfort, your happiness does increase a lot with your wealth, with your income going mm-hmm. up. But there reaches a point that that just really plateaus. And I remember when I read it, it was some years ago, but it said when a household takes in $75,000 a year, they've reached kind of the pinnacle of happiness, and after that it's very incremental. Right. Because you, you think it's always just a little bit more. Yeah. Always. Yeah. When you get a little bit more, it's like, okay, if I had a little bit more, I'd be happy. Yeah. The truth is, and I've heard this, success for people is really hard to handle because one of the things you find out is you make all this money and you realize it wasn't what you thought it would be. That's exactly right. I can tell you this. Success doesn't always feel like you think it will. (laughs) It does not. And so people really lie to themselves or deceive themselves into thinking, yeah, I'll start, start giving when I get a little bit more. If you can't be generous with a little, you'll never be generous with a lot. You just won't. Uh, And I know that to be the case. It's almost like I'll start that diet on Monday. <laughs> right. For real. You know, yeah. I'm like, no, you won't. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you really want to do something, you'll you'll wake up and start doing it. Yeah, if you're going to change your life at some point, it has to be today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to change now, you yeah. know, and uh, that's true forgiving. You just have to decide, uh, I'm going to become generous. I'm going to give. And it's tough because right in those early first gifts or stuff, it, it's uh, – it's a test of faith. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there was a time we upped our giving. I'll never forget it. Uh, it was so discouraging because we upped our giving one year and said, God's calling us to step out and up it. And like two months later, I realized I'd underpaid all my taxes mm. and I had this huge tax bill to pay. And I really was for a minute. I'm like, God, where are you at? I thought sure. I wouldn't. And the enemy will hit you with stuff like mm-hmm. that. You may give and have a big power bill or something break, but you see the blessing of God over time. You really do. It's good. I don't want everybody thinking, okay, I'm going to start giving the church and yeah. I'm going to get a check for $100,000 <laughs> next week. That's not how it it's works. not the way it works, yeah. You just see the blessing of God piles up and the favor of God goes with us when we're generous mm-hmm. and uh, never been without. You made, a, uh, you made a comment in the message yesterday that I think would throw most people for a loop as you were challenging, and which I appreciated. It wasn't this legalistic approach. It was an invitation to a life, life of generosity. But you made the comment, said, you know, make the decision to give and to give consistently. But then you said you don't necessarily have to give it all, <laughs> give, to, give it all to upward. If you attend upward and call upward your church home, you should support upward, yes. But you don't have to, you don't have to uh, give it all to upward. Um, I think that's something that most churches wouldn't say. <laughs> what 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 is it about that right there that made you uh, that you felt like, hey, this this is a good time to say something like this? Well, I'm going to give ten percent to my local church yes. where I go. You yep. know, local ministry wherever I'm going to give ten percent there. I'm going to do that. When you go beyond that, though, is mm-hmm. where I think you give to all kinds of places. I think it's the right thing for people to do. Personally, I believe the right thing to do is to give that ten percent to the local church mm-hmm. you're attending. I yep. really do think that's a good thing. Uh, when you get beyond that, I think you give it to where you let God lead you in your generosity. You know, uh, it may be your local church. Right. That may be a church like Upward, and uh, obviously, I'm thankful for Upward, proud of Upward. If you give here, you're giving to all kinds of work around the world because 
Upward's yeah. not a destination for your money. It's a it's a portal for it to go other places, you know. And so you're giving to all that. But I I think you ought to give to ministries that help you, you know. If mm-hmm. you're listening to a ministry and they rely on support and it's blessing you, help them. Uh, local charities, I think we ought to give to those. When we somebody's sick or a, a fire or something happens right. in the community, give to that. Uh, my main thought is is where find out where you're at. I said that to people. Find out what percentage you're mm-hmm. actually at, and pray about it and ask. I didn't even say increase it. I just said pray about it and ask God where He wants you to be. Right. And uh, Alexa and I have done that over the years. Uh, this year, for instance, with the Christmas offering, you know, we gave this offering at Christmas. Her and I uh, played this little game of it. We just said, uh, let's just write down the number you think we're supposed to give this year, and we did it privately, and then we turned the papers over, and it was the same number. And that's happened with us for been married almost 30 years. That's happened the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. You had a, you actually, I think you had this aha moment Wednesday at our worship night. Yeah. Just this idea of greed. And I think it went back a few years to yeah. kind of a moment between you and God and just this idea of what it looks like to break greed off of. I really think one of the strongholds we're called to break is the stronghold of greed. The, of the idea that people have as what's mine is mine and I'm going to keep it, you know. And I heard that in prayer many, many years ago. And then all of a sudden, we, we've always been generous, but during the pandemic, our generosity just took off, you know, mm-hmm. upward in a big way. And uh, I realized, yeah, that's what we're doing. By being generous, we're breaking this hang on to it mentality. So we said, you know, greed is what's mine is mine, and I'm going to keep it. Generosity is what's mine is yours whenever you need it, you know. And that really sets people free, mm-hmm. you know. That's good. Thank you. You, um, you also didn't leave us to just kind of figure things out. You mentioned the fact that there's a resource out there that we are trying to be generous with our people, and anybody who wants it, to be honest with you, it's the uh, uh, Dave Ramsey, uh, Dave Ramsey stuff. Uh, yeah, Z Plus. Ramsey, Ramsey Plus. Plus. That's, it. That's it, Ramsey Plus. Yep, and every dollar budgeting app is included with that, and then the uh, Financial Peace University, I believe all that's in there, yeah. and so many lessons and things. It's a few hundred dollars, I believe, I'm guessing, but I think it's a few hundred dollars to get that annually. And we were able to partner with them to provide it to everyone yeah. so they can get that. Um, I don't know quite how they get it. It's on our website. Listening. It is on the website. So if you'll now. go to ucf.cc yeah. on the website right there and go under ministries, there's something right there that's called Financial Resources Ramsey Plus. And you can click right there, and then you can log in and get your get access to that. Yeah. And have, and have that for, I think, up to – right now it's a, it's a year, but we've kind of been renewing that every year for everybody. So mm-hmm. I think but, we've done this three years now. Yeah. Yep. we've been renewing that so, so now if looking, people had it last year do they need to renew again uh no i think that they're i think they're good carry to go. over. yeah okay. it should carry over um so they should be good to go um on that but yeah so if you're looking to you know feel god compelling you and leading you to be uh, a bold giver and you want to make sure that your finances are in order then this is a great resource to be able to use it. i use it our family uses it we budget with this and uh, use these resources every month so uh i'm i'm a big fan Budgeting actually helps you be generous. Yes, very much so. I will tell you this is the truth. If you've never budgeted before, when you sit down and budget, you're going to feel like you got a raise because there's all this unaccounted for money. And uh, it takes three months at least to get started on a budget mm-hmm. to make it actually work. In yep. my experience, three months is about what it takes to get it working, to figure out your expenses. But if you're going to give generously and you're going to bump that percentage, a budget helps a whole lot. It really does, especially if you're giving first. And I believe that's the way you yep. do. Uh, when you give that, you need to make sure you've planned for the rest of it well. Going to find out how much money you actually spend on food? 
You will. <laughs> Which is, for me, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How many too. Netflix accounts you actually have? <laughs> when you start budgeting, you find out all that stuff, all these subscriptions you have that yeah. sort of sneak in. I'm not using that. <laughs> and you cancel it, yeah. So, yeah. So, anyways, you know, take advantage of that, please. We want, we want everybody yeah. to take advantage of that. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Uh, use that. It's good stuff. Thank you, guys. Be good. See yeah. you next week. See you. Bye-bye. All right.